Wait, who's starting? Hello. Who's starting? I think who's starting? I think we're both starting. I who's think, on first? I think you're starting who's with hello, first? and I'm starting with hello, and together this is shitfic. Hello, everyone, and welcome to this podcast that we do. Does anyone like the who's on first joke? I love it. Has anyone bit. actually laughed? It's a great You've bit. You've laughed? Yes, it's a fantastic bit. I don't get the bit. joke. You what? I've never understood the joke. What's the joke? The joke is that it, all of their names are like who and what and all that stuff. It's a fantastic oh, I bit. Never got I, there. I did it for the eighth grade talent show, actually. Only I did I, I did, did a, a World of Warcraft oh. bit. It uh, yeah it was it was the same thing but World of Warcraft themed instead of baseball themed. For a talent show? Yeah, for the for the middle school talent show. This is a great this start. This is a great start to this episode. I feel like this is that's we haven't get cut. we haven't even said the name it. of of the podcast yet. Welcome everyone to Shitfic, uh, a podcast where Chris and I read our old shitty writings and laugh at them. And that, I mean that's that's the bit. I, I'm sure if you've made it this far, you know what this podcast is about. But if you're new, welcome. But I recommend if you are listening for the first time. Go back and listen to the the previous episode because there is context that you are going to need for this episode of Shitfic. They're already confused. Uh, Keep uh, them confused. In all fairness, I think anyone that listens to this podcast is confused. I'm confused and I'm here. Or deranged. Yeah, you know, it's just kind of how this podcast goes. This episode, I'm going to be reading more from Corruption, the video game that I wanted to create as a kid. Uh, I wanted to be the narrative designer for it, and so I wrote down all of the story and stuff. And last time, last episode, we went over like the the backstory of the races and the world and stuff like that. And now we're gonna get into the storyline of the game itself. Uh, so that's why I recommended going back to the previous episode, so that way you could get that that backstory, you know. But Chris, do you have anything you want to say before we jump into this? Because I got plenty of papers here to read. Oh shit. Uh, you can find a Kickstarter in the description for this game. We're, oh, we're making fuck. it. Sorry, I just hit uh, my tooth with my coffee cup. Oh my goodness. Sydney, keep that in. <laughs> I want people to hear my pain. Ow. Well, now we're... <laughs> that hurt a lot. <laughs> oh my goodness. Oh. I don't even know where we left off. Uh, I was talking about the history, uh, like the stuff we did last well, I was, episode. Oh, I was making a great joke about Kickstarter. Yeah. That was just landing so hard amongst my audience. And then I smacked my tooth. Um, and then that stole everything from me. All right. Anyways, hi. Welcome to Shipvic. Um, This is a podcast where, uh, I don't know. <laughs> Chris I don't forgot. know what this podcast Chris, is Chris about. forgot what this podcast we went so we went is. so off topic. And Chris forgot what this episode or what this whole I don't thing know is. What we do here. <laughs> Checks just come into my mailbox, and I don't ask questions. <laughs> I've been getting a Helix mattress every day for the past three months. It's kind of becoming an issue now. Not a Casper. Well, we couldn't we couldn't pull Casper. I'm so sorry. <laughs> Casper says they're a, they're a family brand. Oh, uh, um, we are not family friendly. And Helix is raunchy as fuck. You want me to start reading? Yeah. yeah. Okay, cool. Uh, yeah, so we're gonna we're gonna start getting into uh, the the storyline of Corruption again. That's the name of this video game that I made as a wee little lad. Uh, Corruption is the name. Uh, Chris, would you yes. like to do your signature line before I start reading? Uh, sure. Oh yeah, <laughs> not the line. Oh, was that not it? Was not, that not, not it? Not the line. Oh, okay, let me try again. Oh yeah. 
I think it's, uh, you know, let's get into some shit fic, but in a oh, deeper yeah. voice. Let's get into some shit fic. <laughs> All right. So, the story of corruption. So, as I mentioned last podcast, the game takes place, uh, there are two different storylines. There the, there's the United and there are the Defiant. The first half of the video game follows the United storyline. So, this is it. The United storyline starts off with the humans, led by General William Sirhelm, charging the weakening Sir orcs and what becomes the Battle of Garishar Fields. The orcs, led by Chief Rockick Doombringer, push back and win the battle, killing the entire force, all 300 foot soldiers, uh, except for William himself, and another warrior named Shelby Grathor. Uh, the two humans fight their way back to Barakor, the human city, uh, to recount the event to the two kings there, King Liam Stallhart and the northern king, Gregor Salhain. While retelling this story, Danith Salhain and his best friend and powerful wizard, Ravenheim, walk in and listen to the story. After the story is retold, a plan is developed. Ravenheim. Yes. How is Ravenheim spelled? R-A-V-I-N-H-E-I-M. So that you've decided, you've decided to give a special name. Yes. Even though it's Oh, so, sorry, sorry. Uh, R-A-V-E-N-H-E-I-M. Yeah, so Ravenheim. Yes, yes, yes. It's now more mysterious. Sounds sounds this cooler that way, you know? <laughs> I didn't just add a bird in the suffix heim and make up city. This is this is a whole 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 ass. Oh yeah. Whole ass city. Hey look, Ravenheim is a character that, that actually sticks through. As I as I mentioned, I took pieces of this for a, a different story that I'm doing as an adult, and Ravenheim is a character. In that is he new still story. pronounced Ravenheim? No, absolutely, you... but it's spelled differently, so it makes more sense. Okay. So, after the story is retold, a plan is developed to finally put an end to the orcish threat. A plan that will combine all the human armies into one army, led by General Daniel Athai, assisted by uh, the half-elf Faramorn Alistair, and Doin Fellhammer, uh, who is a dwarf. Doin Fellhammer. Uh, Not Doin. Is he is he cast in metal currently? As no, he got no, flung he, at the dragon. No, no, he is he is just a normal dwarf. Anyway, uh, some weird backstory that I put here. Uh, Danith. <laughs> well, you gonna share the weird backstory? It involves the insect war that was briefly mentioned. Um, I love that insect war. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I like to imagine it's literally just insects. So it's literally like the size of like. A children's playground. It's like we need to we need to talk about this. All right, so we need to talk uh, about these ladybugs fighting each other. Right. <laughs> so now with the this new band of of heroes, along with a depressed William, because you know he just led his whole group into battle and they all died. They, and they, they were three hundred feet tall. They set out to uh, like to unite more people. Anyway, the leaders of this new army make their way to a human settlement called Ironhold, a city walled off by a giant iron gate. The heroes you request. Don't say. <laughs> it's not Ironhold it's city. Ap aptly named, I would say. The heroes request <laughs> Michael Savid 
Uh, oh, that's just, that's so dumb. I sit, <laughs> it's literally no. Michael and then my last it's name back. David back. Oh, the self insert bullshit. He uh, better not be like the super cool extra duper I, duper I, I, hero. I'm not sure, but that is hilarious that that's what I wrote. Uh, I, I feel Satan. like it's just, I, I was just dumb and I was like, I, I can't think of any more fantasy names. I've clearly come up with so many already. Fuck it. I'm just gonna put my name and then last name backwards. You should have done Michael backwards too. Yeah, Michael backwards is like Liahim. Liahim. Which, which... Liahim Savid. So anyway, they request Michael Savid and his small army there, but Michael declines. Uh, After persuasion, he does agree to go just himself, uh, but he leaves his small force behind under the control of his brother. The humans finally put this army... Who's his brother? Does his brother have a name? Is it your brother? No, I don't have a brother. I don't have a brother. You just have a sister. Correct. We might meet her on this podcast one day. It's true. It's true. We just have to find her stuff. Ah. Um, Alright, so they finally decide to put this army to the test and attack uh, the army of advancing orcs. Uh, sla- oh, wow, we got, we're got we just getting slaughtery here. Uh, slaughtering them. Where's my- our hero in all of this? Is our what? hero just, like, failing every single time? No, so the, this game was supposed to be an RTS. So... You're you're controlling like hundred. You're controlling the battlefields. You're controlling the armies. Oh oh! Well, yeah, I thought and, this was war, war Warcraft. Well, Warcraft Warcraft, have... Warcraft is an RTS. World of Warcraft is the MMO. No, it's but, not. Oh yes. world. Oh, there's two different ones. There's Warcraft That's and then wild. there's World of Warcraft. Warcraft as a as a franchise started off as an RTS, and the idea of my game is that it was going to be the same thing. It was going to be three RTS games, each one having an expansion pack, and then I wanted to turn into an MMO. I had big dreams for this thing. We gotta we gotta start from the beginning. We have to go back to the backstories. I've been <laughs> I've been understanding this under false pretenses. Uh, yeah, yeah, no, so you're you're and like all of the heroes that I've mentioned, you're also controlling. Because again, it's an RTS. So Michael Do you being have a Zerg Rush in this game. Sure. If if you want to put it in there. Michael being more of a of a peace man won't attack unless he is attacked, which leads him to encounter uh the shaman. And as the war goes on the two of them become friends so hey they're buds how does Uh, this relate to your own life i want to know what this is all of i I have never befriended an uh, an orc unfortunately i've I've never had the chance to meet a real life orc so um no no meetings with orcs for me do you only attack people when you're attacked or are you more of a attack random people (laughs) i do do not attack (laughs) random people um (laughs) you do wait but do you wait to be attacked oh constant i'm always ready i'm always you know You do have enough swords. So as the war goes on, the two become friends, and there's a secret meeting where um, this this shaman tells Michael of uh, a vision that he's had where the orc army is splitting. Um, But as he explains this, Danith, uh, once again the prince of the northern kingdom, discovers this meeting and confronts Michael uh, because he's like, yo, you can't be friends with an orc. How dare you? So uh, he and Michael... Real life uh, issues. Right? He and Michael clash, but Robinheim appears and puts an end to the fighting between the two, uh, you know, using using magic as, as wizards tend to do. So uh, the final battle begins the next morning, uh, and the humans charge into the battle, uh, slowly becoming vic- victorious, uh, not without their own losses, though. Danith uh, has a friend uh, who dies, it looks like. Danith has a... It says, like, Danith's newfound friend friend and mentor dies 
Uh, oh, oh, there it is. So Marcus Sirhelm, the brother of William, the, the general from the beginning who sucked, uh, his brother dies, uh, and that makes both William and Danith sad. What, is Danith the mean one? So Danith, Danith, is, Danith is the yeah. Danith is the northern prince who's like, yo, we gotta kill all these orcs. And then Michael's the one who's like, nah, but like we can all just be friends, guys. And everyone's like, nah. So uh, we are gonna we're gonna we choose racism. <laughs> yes. I mean, yep, that's fantasy Do for you. <laughs> yeah. Um. So Thank the, God we don't have that in the real world. <laughs> right. Uh, the humans' victory s- splits the orc. Oh, so here's here's where that vision comes into play. Uh, the the humans' victory um, splits the orcs into two different groups. A very small one is sent south, and the larger group is sent north. Uh, the, so I guess like during the battle, there were two sides that ended up getting split by the human army. So that's that's where the story of these orcs ends for now, uh, because they are now out of the defi- or out of the storyline for the United, but they'll appear again. So now we're moving on. So the, the, after the war, the humans, uh, are, while celebrating, are greeted by several dark elven ships. Uh, the dark elves coming to pledge their allegiance to the humans, or, or like to form this alliance uh, after hearing about their victory against the orcs. Among the dark elves was Liana Forrester. King Darinir and Kelthanel Fester and Staleska. God damn, I wrote a fucking ton of names. Uh, and <laughs> Chief Scientist Helsin Carathanel. Uh, several very important yes. dark elves. Uh, what the fuck are these names? Helsin <laughs> Carathanel. I think that's a venereal disease, but. <laughs> Probably not wrong. I like that half of this podcast is just me trying to read stupid fantasy names that I came up with as a kid. And then my uh, own name backwards. <laughs> as so. the coolest guy in the town. He won't murder you, but he will murder you if he is given the chance. So anyway, several days uh, after the, the Dark Elves show up and are like partying in the city with the, the humans, uh, all of a sudden people start disappearing. Uh, there are bloody messes left everywhere. Uh, and the feral woven from the <gasps> Darkestral Forest start appearing Darkestral. around human cities. So now the Wolven have entered the fray. They're um, just looking for a boyfriend. <laughs> just me. You know it. You know it. Um, My character. <laughs> <laughs> so now the Wolven are showing up. And so a series of investigations by the heroes find out that the Dark Elves have been turning humans into Wolven. And then having them call to their pack leaders, the Darkestral uh, what the hell did I write? That's what I'm trying to figure out. Uh, so basically, to sum up what this nonsense says, the Dark Elves have sort of been experimenting in that same druidic magic mentioned in the previous episode, uh, and they've been turning humans into woven, but woven that they can control. So the Dark Elves have been controlling these woven and having them attack the humans. But then right, the uh, woven from Darkestral Forest, the original woven, show up. Uh, and join the humans to push out the Dark Elves uh, and kill their leader. The other uh, Dark Elves mentioned earlier do escape, though. All right. You you with me so far, Chris? No, but keep going. Okay. Would it be funny if I try to recap what I I think happened? Uh, Hold on. So before you do, let me finish this, because we're almost at the end of the, the first game 
for the humans. And then I can get to the Defiant side. So, Kelthanol Festal tries to unite the Dark Elves with the humans, um, because, you know, not all the Dark Elves were all about killing people. But Liam, the human king, declines, saying that there'll never be peace between the two nations, uh, not after what has happened. Then, uh, the one of the Dwarven generals from the north, Argon Holdfist arrives to basically request the aid of the now united human and woven settlements because the trolls and the orcs have now started to attack the north. And that is where the united storyline ends for the first game. Uh, but again, there is the defiant storyline. But Chris, try to recap the united storyline. Okay, so here's what happened. There was this guy, his name is Liam. He he was like, I'm going to fight the trees. Um so he got 300 foot soldiers, which isn't a lot of a lot of troops just to, just saying, just saying. He got all 300 of them, but they got beat up by I think God. I think God himself beat him up. Anyway, so he went home. Uh, he found his townie friends, which is uh, which is his brother. It's a it's a dwarf that isn't made out of metal, and uh, I think that's just that's them. And so they go to Ironclad, uh, a city clad in iron. And there he meets Michael Savid, who, uh, who is able to teleport behind you and says, nothing personal, kid. And then he stabs you. But <laughs> only if you tried, if you insulted his mom. Then he, then he's forced to. So they're like, hey, Michael. And Michael's like, what's up? It's me, Michael. And, uh, and he's like, hey, wanna, you know, I just got all my people killed. <laughs> LOL, crazy. Can I kill your people too? And he's like, no, but I'll let you kill me. <laughs> um, and so King Prince commanding Officer Guy, uh, he's like, well, uh, we should probably kill some werewolves. And they're like, yeah, that sounds pretty cool. Um, so they go and do that, and then, then they're, but then the fucking Dark Elves show up, and they're like, yo, kill us instead, bro. Or wait, no, they were surrounding a city, and then, then they decided friendship is magic, and, uh, then the king's brother died, and everyone was, like, kind of cool with it, because the king's brother was kind of a dickhole. Um, and then they meet a doctor, not sure what he was into. Then there was the trolls and the orcs. They became friends, and then they were like, yo, let's kill the king bro and Michael. And yeah, that's where, we're, that's where we're left off. I gotta say, uh, Chris, I feel like uh, you did not listen to anything I said. Uh, <laughs> I did! I did listen! I, I, I do have to say, it's though, hard. There, there were times, though, that you were fairly close, and it was very funny. That was a great <laughs> recap, and I appreciate it. Thank you. So now, we're still in the first game, and don't worry, we're I've got- still in the first game? Yes. Uh, How long I'm, is this episode going to be? Eight years. I, I don't know. We might need to do a part three because I've got multiple games worth of <laughs> sheets here. Uh, I, I told you there's a lot. <laughs> We're going to have to stop at game one. Well, how much more is there is game one? <laughs> Good job, because that was just the United storyline. 
So now we're going into the Defiant storyline. So we're going back to the beginning with the orcs and humans fighting. But then once the orcs and humans split up, we're going to follow the orcs instead of the humans. I feel like we can't have our entire podcast just be the rest of Corruption. Hey, look. It's like, oh, I wanted variety, but I'll This is our Lord of the Rings. It never ends. Our Lord. I am not co-signing. Oh, (laughs) the podcast episode is. Yes, yes. This is this is our Lord of the Rings. This is the podcast's Lord of the Rings. <laughs> it will it never ends. Intense. Each each episode is three hours long with oh twelve I'm different excited. endings. I'm very excited about what happens to Lord Farquaad. So you, you ready to hear about Fargal these orcs? Fargal Quench. Are any of them named Fargal Quench? No, all of the orcs uh, are inspired by World of Warcraft orcs. So they've got names that sound like they could be in World of Warcraft. All right. Back to the beginning, only this time with the Defiance storyline. So, the Orcs storyline starts at the Battle of Garishar Fields, uh, where the Orcs were trying to retreat uh, when a human force ambushes them. The Orcs, led by their heroic uh, chieftain, Rokik Doombringer, uh, and the, uh, the, the Orcs end up winning the battle. Uh, they kill Is all it the Roundhouse humans. Kick? Was his name inspired by Roundhouse Kick? No. So they end up killing all the humans except for... (laughs) They all... uh, They kill all the humans except for two, which, you know, do you remember those two... The two humans that survived, Chris? Dance or Dense and William. William, yes. The other one was Shelby. Not Shelby. What's what's William's brother? No, William's brother dies at the end of the final battle. He's not even mentioned until that battle. (laughs) I thought he was the racist orc guy. Oh, I forgot to mention the orc shaman. Who's the guy who's like, I don't like your orc shaman friend. That was Danif. That was the northern prince. Danif. Danif didn't survive this battle? No, Danif, Danif survived. Danif wasn't even here. Danif, yeah, Danif he, wasn't in this first battle. Oh. The only two important players in this first battle are the two survivors, that being what, how, William how and how Shelby. The, how the hell did 300 soldiers die when they were just trying to fight someone who was trying to escape. Because the, that's a, this, that's this game starts in the middle of this war. So the, the orcs and humans have been fighting for a while. And the, yeah, the but idea, if the orcs are The idea is that the, human, the, the humans got cocky. The general, William, got really cocky and was like, I'm not even going to like strategize. We're just going to charge into the orcs because they're retreating and kill them. But he took 300 troops and charged into the entire orc force, getting his people killed. Uh, yeah, that's that's that the idea. Is that why he's racist? Well, he's not racist. Danif is racist. D- Danif I'm hates, surprised hates he's not yours. racist. Uh, you know what? Maybe maybe William should be more racist. Have we considered that? Uh, oh, don't <laughs> worry. William becomes a, a bad guy later on. Not to spoil anything, but... Uh, is Michael the learn... only good one? <laughs> is Michael the only one that stays pure by the end? No, if I remember correctly, Michael dies. Um, <gasps> but anyway... That's that's spoiling the third game. Oh shit! And, and oh, he's getting a he's getting a full hero exit. Isn't yes, he? yes. <laughs> and you you best believe he also has a love interest because I gotta give my insert character a love interest. You know. <laughs> oh my goodness! Better not be human. Oh no! I believe I I think she's an elf. I think she's the one of the elves that was mentioned earlier. One of the dark elves. Oh. Um. I feel like you'd get more use of marrying a bug though. That the bug might... the bug war is over. All the bugs it are dead. Is? All the bug wars are dead. But anyway, so uh, the orcs kill all the humans except for two who escape after the battle. The orcs make their way back to Orthanol 
a giant orcish settlement uh, named after their first leader. The shaman, who is a very respectful and known orc, has been having these visions where he sees himself being cut in half. And he has another vision, one of just darkness taking over the world. Uh, the shaman tries to warn one Roken. One seems a lot more consequential than the other. <laughs> Uh, the shaman tries to warn Rokik, but Rokik will not have it. Uh, he states that the orcs will continue their conquest to destroy all the humans. Now, I forgot to mention, or I didn't forget, but I guess I didn't write it down because it was in my brain, but I do know why the orcs and humans are fighting. The reason this war started is actually a result of the bug war that I've mentioned several times. After, basically during that war, every, every race was essentially united, but coming off of it, uh, a lot of the lands were were sort of destroyed and uninhabitable and stuff, and the orc lands were hit the hardest. So they basically tried to go to the humans being like, hey, can we have some resources? Can we like come live with you guys because we're struggling here? And the humans were like, yo, we also fought in that war. We're also struggling. Sure, our lands are a little more lush than yours, but y'all can fuck off because we need these resources. And the orcs were like, well, then we're just going to take them because... If we don't, we're going to die. So, Well, that... how are they going to take them if they're already on death's door? Well, by forming the army and going to attack. Like, they've still got enough resources to live right now. But, again, their lands were, were destroyed. So that's why they're they're like, we got to get something. So we're going to go attack these humans who've at least got some resources. Yeah. Yes. So that's the reason yeah. this war started. Which, I don't know why I didn't write that down, but that's the reason. So, much like many wars and throughout history, it's one of resources. But anyway, what? so, yeah. So basically, the shaman, uh, to summarize, the shaman is having these visions where it's like, yo, if we keep fighting, bad shit's gonna happen. Uh, he tries to get the orc chieftain to stop the fighting, but he's like, no, no, no. We gotta kill these humans. Basically, at the end of the, the war, the orcs, um, once again, are split into two. Uh, a small force is sent down south uh, to the Vulcani jungles, led by Sereg Deadblade and Rogren Blacktooth. And the rest uh, of the, the orcs are sent northwest to the plains of the Tauren. So they're, they're heading up to the Tauren's lands. So the orcs that were sent northwest have to go through the Helmswind Marsh. Uh, Helmswind, named after the famous William Sirhelm, you know? That's, that's his home. His home place is the, the Helmswind Marsh. Uh, and that's where his brother currently is. Danith? Danica? Uh, no. Why? How many brothers does this man have? A uh, good amount. Are they all dead? <laughs> yes. Uh, no. Uh, it looks like, uh, Derek... I think this is Derek Serhelm. Basically, the orcs sort of attack this human settlement in the marsh, and they capture it, as well as kidnapping Derek, and they go through the lands, destroying basically everything and taking all the resources and stuff, um, and they take Derek hostage, but continue to trek through in the hopes of a better land. Rokik uh, wants to take more land. Meanwhile, the orcs in the south have to deal with the dangerous Vulcanite jungle. When one night the axe wielder hears noises, uh, he goes to investigate and he finds a small force of goblins fighting demons. He joins the battle and helps save the goblins from the demons. While this is happening, Sarig and Rogren, the other orcs in this jungle, wake up to discover that, that the axe wielder is missing. So they wake up the others and investigate when they are ambushed by demons. Uh, they start to fight, and the axe wielder, along with the goblins he saved, show up and help them finish off the remaining demons. Uh, after this, the orcs explain their predicament to the goblins. 
So, the orcs are now buds with the goblins. Uh, with little love of humans and a demon problem they need help with, uh, the goblins invite the orcs back to their city to meet their king. In this encounter, you will meet the goblin Sizzle Mech, who... Uh, Sizzle Mech. <laughs> that's, that's my name of... <laughs> as the, the orcs, uh, so that's what's going on with the orcs in the south. So as the orcs in the north travel, the shaman, uh, whose wife was unfortunately killed in the fighting. Wow, I just mentioned that. I thought there was going to be something that happens after that. I'm just like, uh, the shaman's wife died. Just a fuck with him. Yeah. Uh, so How is the shaman here and in the other one at the same exact time? He's not in the south. I, I didn't say he was in the south. Well, how is he also in the human campaign? He was in the human how... campaign before the orcs split up. Before that final battle. So how is he in this campaign as well? Because he's part of the orcs' troops. But he's not there. He's is having he he's having a lot of sex with William right now, I think. No, <laughs> Nope, that doesn't happen. Uh, well, also... why does, what was the shaman doing with William then? He wasn't doing anything with William. He was hanging out with Michael when Danith finds them. But this that all happened before the Wait, final Michael's battle. Wait, Michael's having sex with, with No. No shaman? one's having sex. No one's having sex right now, Chris. Right now it's just this a lot is, of fighting. This is what his vision was about, about getting cut in half. He wanted nope, the, the he vision wanted was about the orcs splitting in half. The, the <laughs> vision was about that. Oh, he's every orc. So every sh- orc is him. So the shaman and Rokik oh, constantly disagree on what to do with Derek. Uh, The shaman wants to release Derek, uh, but Rokik says that uh, (laughs) they want to keep him uh, sort of as a a prisoner, as a bargaining tool. So as they travel through uh, the plains, they run into the Taran, and they meet with the Taran leader, Wyrend Thire, who is a a druid, Terran son, and Misa Kazan. Fuck are these names? I know at least two of these names. There's just so many. That's the thing. There are so many characters that I've put into this. And each one does like one. Each one does one fucking thing. Like each one does one thing and then they're out of the story. Like, I I really should have consolidated roles. Um, (laughs) Rokik presents. Derek uh, and explains what the orcs have accomplished. Uh, he asked the Torin to join the orcs army to basically be like, yo, help us take over the humans' lands and we can all be buddy-buddy and share the resources. Uh, but the Torin are like, no, that's wrong. And the humans have helped us in the past, so we're not going to do that. And because of this, uh, let me see here. So basically the orcs the orcs leave the Torrens place, uh, but the leader asks Misa to keep an eye on the orcs to be like, yo, make sure they're they're not hurting our people and whatnot. Whew! Holy shit, this is so much longer than the United. <laughs> As the orcs make their way to the northernmost portion of the of the Torrens lands, they find a camp of Torren, and Rokik demands that they take the supplies from the camp. The shaman is like, yo, you can't take their supplies. But the other orcs follow Rokik's orders as, you know, they are hungry and starving and stuff. Uh, they raid the camp, which ends up turning into a slaughter. At the slaughter was a tauren named Akin Hornt, uh, who comes to blows with Rokik. But the two end up uh, with, in a draw. Also at this battle was Garkin, no last name, who's an older tauren known for his ruthlessness. But in recent times, he's remained peaceful until this battle... And which, it looks like he dies. Uh, Misa also tracks the orcs all this way. And that's all I wrote there. I I didn't say what else she did. But she's there at this battle. (laughs) So that's what happens. And then we go back to the orcs in the south. Who meet with the goblins uh, and explain their problem. My brain is... (laughs) 
I cannot wait to recap this. <laughs> I can't wait to either. Because honestly, I'm so lost as well. Like, I know what's happening, but there's just so many fucking names thrown about and so much unnecessary information that it's so jumbled. It's wild. And we're just jumping between two different forces. Yep, and yep. the shaman is getting raw dog from both ends. So anyway, Gelson's... Split uh, in half. Yeah, His so, body's on fire. So the, the orc, or the goblin king agrees uh, that he'll join the, the, the orcs... The goblins agree that they'll join up with the orcs if they can help solve uh, the goblins' demon problems. So, through an investigation led by the axe wielder, Saragin Rogren, the goblins, uh, and some of the goblins, they find a demon altar and destroy it. Uh, But now they have to find out who's summoning these demons. Holy fucking shit, we're going back to the north now. Uh, Uh, (laughs) So, the orcs in the north continue on their path. When they're attacked by Wolven, they end up making their way up to the coast. Uh, They battle their way there to a giant seaside forest. And it looks like the orcs decide to build a bunch of boats and sail up to the north to the lands of the High Elves. But as they're building the boats, they're attacked by these sea serpents. So they have to beat them back while they're building the boats. I wrote way more than that, but I'm just summarizing at this point. So finally, they build the small fleet and sail up there. Uh, Misa, who's been tracking them, is basically, uh, she helps free Derek, the, the captured human, uh, before the orcs sail up. So that happens. So the orcs spark end up notes, in the elvish notes. lands and they tell the elves what happened. And the elves are like, yo, that's cool, but fuck you guys. And we're going to send you on your way. So the orcs continue sailing. They sail out west now and meet up with the trolls. And the orcs. Uh, partner up with the trolls and the trolls are like yo we hate the dwarves and the orcs are like cool maybe we can take some of their stuff because man we've been traveling a lot and would really like a new home so then we're done with the the orcs in the north now finally back to the orcs in the south they uh through a series of more investigations find out that it was a goblin warlock uh it was the goblin prince himself who was summoning the demons there's a goblin warlock yes they defeat the goblin warlock and thus 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 they save they save they save the goblins from the demons and that's where the first game ends for the fucking orcs all right, Chris, give me this goddamn recap. Okay, it starts with the war on the Marquesian Plains, where the orcs are, like, being a little bit coy. They're being like, ah, don't hurt me. Don't hurt me. Oh, my God, I'm running away. And the the, the humans are being like, oh, I'm going to get you. But they lead them to the orc park, and all the big orc bullies say, no, no, no. And they beat him up, and they're like, okay, well, that was fun, but I I don't want their land anymore, I guess. I guess they gave up on that. The shaman is like, oh, God, my body. Oh, my body. I just want to get split in two, (laughs) and I want to be lit on fire like the rest of the world. And so I guess the orc leader is like, oh, it's fucking horny oracle again. I guess we can split up our forces as a way of uh, showing you a little bit of respect. And so that starts the whole, a whole bunch of things. So part of the, the group goes up to Canada. Um, <laughs> they're really, they don't do much, I feel like. Well, first they see that there's trolls and they're like, hey, trolls. And they're like, hi. And the, they're like, oh, you wanna, you wanna house us? 
maybe that would be kind of cool. And then the trolls were like, uh, yeah, but only if you kill the dwarves. And uh, then they were like, yeah, we'll do that. And then it didn't happen. I guess I, they, it seemed like they came to an agreement and then they were like, well, want a boat? Do you want a boat? <laughs> and they're like, yeah, okay. Yeah, I'll, I guess we could just keep going. I'll take this boat, whatever. I, I thought we had an agreement to kill the dwarves together, but I guess this is, I feel like it's just a passive aggressive way of saying, we don't actually really, we were hoping you were going to say no. So then they keep going and then they get to the high elves and the high elves are like, you're stinky. And they're like, okay, keep going. You can keep going. Go to uh, Nova Scotia. I'm sure they'll deal with you there. And that's the, that's all they do. But the people in the South, they're, they're having a full moment. So they go down and they, they're, they're clearly the more emotionally intelligent people. Cause they're actually making friends, it seems. But like they're camping and then the goblins, the goblins are like, I'm a goblin. I'm going to eat your toes. So they get their toes eaten. The orcs kind of like it, but you know, orcs are freaks. But then the demons show up and they're like, you think you fucking got rid of us in the demon war, bitch? Uh, no, uh, we're still here apparently. And so the goblins are like, oh, fuck, I want to eat your feet, but I guess we need to fight together instead. (laughs) So the little sex goblins and the orcs, they're like, we're going to punch a few of these demons out. And I guess, I don't, I don't know if it actually worked or not. It seems like it worked, but it seemed like they were still trying to deal with it. It kept being called the demon problem. Oh, we got a demon issue. Like, it's termites. And they're like, well, we gotta figure out where the hell these demons are coming from. So they go down a little bit more, and they say, they find a little demon goblin warlock thing. And it's like, I'm the one who's been summoning these demons. It's been me all along. And they're like, yo, what the fuck? And he's like, oh, I just haven't sucked on any toes in a while. And so they they become friends with it. I guess the demons are just dead at this point. They had their second war, but it didn't turn out well. You know, I'm rooting for the demons to take over this place. Are they cool looking? Are they cool looking demons? Give me yeah, a reference. Yeah, I, I imagine so. Do they look um, like snakes? We'll just type in, go to Google and type in World of Warcraft demons. Like I said, this whole thing is inspired from WoW. So like all the images in my mind are very similar to like what the look of WoW is. Kinda Uh-oh, Chris is disappointed. <laughs> I was, well, yeah, I they're was, demons. I they're they're not supposed to be pretty. Yeah, but they're like gaudy ugly. They have poor fashion taste. That's my issue. Not like, oh, I don't want to fuck these demons. Like, you know. Because I, I, I do want to be fucked by these demons, but I'll give them side eye while they're doing it. I'll say... Oh, so uh, I think the name for the episode is now Demons Are Like Termites. Like, we got a demon. Because uh, that was, that was, that's, that's a favorite line of mine. Oh, uh, but yeah, so that's, that's the entirety of the first game. But if you want to hear more, let us know. I don't have all three games written down, but as I'm reading these older documents, I do remember a lot of what, what the plan was, so I can always just tell this story. So we, it's something we can always come back to. If people want to hear it, just let us know. And because it'll be coming from my brain instead of on paper, there'll be way less names. And I'll just be like, yo, the orcs did this shit, and, and the humans did this shit, and that's, that's what happened. 
And oh, Danif did a thing because he's going to become a, an important bad guy and so on and so forth. Danif and William? Oh, I forgot about Derek. The, the, the orcs going up for... They get a fun human pet named yep. Derek. <laughs> uh, but yeah. bring him along. The end. So if you, if you want to hear more again, just let us know. Because there's a lot. There's a lot planned for this. I don't remember all of it. I think I remember the three RTS games and then like the first couple of expansions in the MMO. Basically, the idea was that there were going to be 12 expansions with the base game because it was like 13 corruptions. And that's why it was called Corruption. And there was going to be a whole thing. It was wild. It was wild. I planned so much. So if you want to hear more, let us know. Uh, but thank you guys for listening to this episode. This is great. Are we gonna... <laughs> Yeah, we're going to do the outro just... stuff. I just I just want to thank oh. people for, for sticking with us through that fantasy nonsense and Chris's lovely recap. Our producer our producer says she has a question about demons. So, uh, there is a reason there is a reason the goblin prince is summoning demons, but you won't figure it out until the future games. So, if you want to know why the goblin prince was summoning demons, let us know and I'll and put subscribe. it in future episodes. It's not as exciting as you probably think. So now we move on to scatology. I would say <laughs> scatology, lessons from the shit. The biggest thing I learned from this is to not include so many fucking characters. And to have people, just fuck, like have like five people do the, all the shit that I had all these other people do. Because having an ensemble of like 500 characters is annoying as fuck. Yeah, that's the issue with epic fantasy with like multiple protagonists of spread across is that, you know, you end up Having a story that is wide as an ocean and deep as a puddle. Because, mm-hmm. I mean, I'm, I assume probably some of these characters have, you know, interesting backstory, but I know none of them. Yeah, All I know yeah. is what they're doing right now. I know the backstory of, like, races, but I want to know if Danif, uh got asked out to his senior prom. But he Well, I, he I do remember the pants. backstory I came up with a lot of people. So if you're interested, also let us know. Because I can, I can tell problem. you all about this world. I'm, <laughs> I'm remembering a lot of stuff from it. So if you want to know just every juicy detail, we could, we could do a Q&A episode. If you guys write in enough questions, I can answer all of them. Or at least try to. Uh, um, any other lessons? Um... I don't know. I didn't. It's it's a uh, lot of the same stuff as the last episode. Yeah. Well, also it's 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 also an overview. Like it's not the actual story itself, you know. Um. So it's hard mm-hmm. to critique an overview of something. But I would say for overview writing, do one story and then the other. Like I kept going back and forth between the orcs in the north and the orcs in the south. I should have just done everything that the orcs in the south do and then everything the orcs in the north do. And I think that would have made yeah. telling the story much better unless there's like some reason like because there's like some crazy concurrent action that's like making it go crazy yeah i think think with a story like this at least in the overview i could see it maybe working in game but the since it's literally just like a full plot dump like yeah my brain yeah uh died yeah that was the idea is that the way i was telling the story is how the campaign would actually play out in the game so like you would jump between the two in the game and it would be putting together this grander narrative but it doesn't work on paper when you're doing the overview it feels too separate you know yeah yeah, so that's you know that's scatology for sydney speaks agreed with less characters simplify i think you needed a timeline agreed and there's not a lot of emotion-based storytelling and more fight, fight, fight. And motivations aren't super clear along with who to root for, which can be interesting if done in a clear way. 
Yes, I agree with all of that. Again, it was hard. I mean, it's hard to put that in because I was a child when I wrote it. But also, again, it's it's an overview. So I'm like, yeah, the like the characters do have emotions. Like Chris was saying, he wants to know more about Danith and stuff. And it's like that history was actually planned to be put in the game. But I was reading just the straight up overview. Um, mm-hmm. which I think is what contributed to the, the issues there. Also, I wrote yeah, it like a it, mm. fucking crazy person. You should have seen. I summarized a lot. I skipped I paragraphs did. because they just made no sense. <laughs> Those are the best paragraphs. Now I'm jolly. <laughs> I wasn't able to poorly summarize what the high elves were doing. Oh, uh, you know, they were just partying and, and being themselves. Getting being, high. being just awful, as high elves tend to do in any fantasy Getting world. High. Why? Well, I get it. They're bad. You know, they, a lot of high elves tend to be the, like, hoity-toity stuff. I do like the Goblin Warlock and your self-insert, even though he seems a bit too good and perfect. Oh, don't worry. Mm. Michael does does some shit. Uh, and he, like I said, he does die. Uh, but yeah, no, the Goblin storyline is probably one of my favorites. I love the Goblins and the stuff that they do. Uh, it was a little the, weird. Mr. Goblin Warlock. The soat de toe sucking, but... Um, I think that was a, an insert it. on your end. I'm, I'm not sure. I, no, I, I, I could I be wrong, but... I just distinctly remember uh one part that you said um but you know it's okay it's okay i think i was talking about when you sucked my toes oh yeah yeah yeah, yeah. remember that episode uh, yeah go back and listen to episode, that uh, episode five if enough. you if you don't if you don't remember what i'm talking about go back and listen to episode five chris mean, started to uh, suck do my you toes mean epi- <laughs> do you mean episode as in like podcast episode or like psychotic yes, yes. episode podcast <laughs> episode i'm trying to get people to go back and listen to our previous episodes if they haven't Chris, uh, so I'm lying. Thank God you didn't say that on the podcast. Right, thank that would have been awful if I said that. Right? Stop recording immediately, right there. All right, let's do some. Uh, let's do some good shit. Chris, have you watched anything or read anything new since we talked last time? There's a song. It's called Designer Music. It's by Lips Inc., which did a uh, Funky Town, and it's just crazy. It's just a crazy song. She just says, like, it's bad, but it's kind of good. It's good in the bad way. It's disco from the 80s. And uh, it's like, she just says, designer music, designer music. It's great. Oh, it's weird. And she's like, there's lights flashing all around me. And I'm like, oh, it was a huge hit in Mexico. Fun fact. If you look through any of the comments, it's just Spanish. Even though he's from Minnesota, baby. Much like a lot of Drake um, Bell's new music. Very popular in Mexico. Really? Yeah, that's why he moved there. He moved to Mexico? Yeah. Does he even speak Spanish? I believe so, yeah. Drake Bell? I, th- I think his albums are, like, I think the whole album is in Spanish. I haven't listened what to it. What the hell? I, I, think, I think that's the case. I mean, good for him and good for Mexico. They got one more angel. His name's not even Drake. It's Jared. Well, his Jared. last name also, he changed his, his name. It's not Bell anymore. What? I Are forget what it is. Drake Campana? Fuck you. Yeah, yeah. What the hell? What the hell is going on with you, Drake Campana? But yeah, so you, you listened to a new song that you enjoyed? Designer music. Fantastic. Designer music. Would you like to know anything um, new that I've been watching, Chris? Um, was it also Drake Campana? No. No, it wasn't. I see. I see Sydney. <laughs> Wait, what is Sydney doing? <laughs> she wants us to say it. She wants us to say it out loud. <laughs> but I, I, I refuse. Campana. Oh, shut the fuck. Campana means bell. 
This is not okay, Drake Campana. Jared Campana. Oh, God. I'm changing my last name to Christopher Campina? Computer? <laughs> Christopher Computadora. Thank you. <laughs> is it even Latin music or is he just making his music but in Spanish? I don't know. I've, I haven't listened to it. You haven't? Is that no. what you... Is that... That's not gonna be your good shit for the week? My good shit is something that I've been waiting for for years. And that's the Snyder Cut, baby. Oh, Four hours no. of Justice League goodness, and it oh, might be one of my no. favorite superhero movies of all time. It's so good. I It should have been what came out in 2017. I highly recommend it if you haven't seen it. I, it's beautiful. Have you watched it yet, Chris? No, but I just don't like Zack Snyder. Oh, really? I love I his just, stuff. Like, I don't know. I find him morally reprehensible. We'll talk about it afterwards. Okay. okay. Uh, but no, I thought it was great. Uh, and I hope to see more. Uh, ever since it's come out, I, you know, you're getting all the tweets that are like, restore the Snyder verse now, which I want. Give me everything that was on that original DC plan because it all looks great. Okay. Cool. We've lost all credibility, but... Well, I've I've heard it's better than than the the Joss Whedon cut. So Joss Whedon's is is bad, but Zack Snyder's fully realized vision is great. Also, I don't think we've lost credibility. It's got a lot of people that love it. That's just because Zack Snyder has a cult around him. But also, people just in general like it. Like I don't know, most people it's... I've talked to have enjoyed it. Most of the tweets I've seen are people that have enjoyed it. This was what he wanted to come out in 2017. But, like, does he literally, like, I don't know. Is there proof that, like, literally this is a one-to-one of, like, a script that was available before the release of the Joss Whedon cut? Uh, that I don't know. But to my knowledge, I mean, it's it's what, like, they did a few reshoots. But, like, for the most part, it is just what his so vision was. there were reshoots. There were, there were shoots to add on to it. Like, the Joker scene at the end. But, I mean, that wasn't really... That was just him being like, like the reason he did that scene is because he was like, my universe will probably never actually happen anymore because of what happened uh, with Joss Whedon. So uh, he's like, I think it would be really sad if my Batman never met my Joker. So I want to put this in there for the fans. Sure. Sure. (laughs) Anyway, uh, that's the end of this podcast. Thank you for listening. Uh, If you want to hear Chris and I argue more about Zack Snyder... Uh, tune in next time. Uh, I want to thank Ryan for doing the music at the beginning of this podcast. He did a great job. You can follow him at Rytuck Music on Instagram and probably other things. I want to thank Sydney for producing this podcast. Without her, Chris and I wouldn't be here. I want to thank Chris for being a co-host and being amazing. Sam. Sam. Oh yeah, I want to thank Sam for doing the marketing and all that good stuff. Ah uh, yeah, you can follow us at uh, shitfic sh underscore. Uh, T-F-I-C. So you can follow us on the different social medias at that. Uh, and then Chris, looks like you have some plugging to do as well. Sure. Uh, every other Saturday, uh, me, producer Sydney, music producer Ryan, we all do a super fun D&D stream. Uh, it's dramatic. It's funny. Uh, it's all that you need. Come join. Uh, if you follow her on TikTok, her name is Caminator the Animator. Pay me. Oh, and um, hey, Michael. Hey. Also, thank you for being a co-host. Thank you, Michael. All right. <laughs> thank you. Everyone. Also, follow us on TikTok. 
We're gonna make so many more TikToks. Is that <laughs> you right? Won't believe, you won't believe it. All right. Well, thanks you. Thank you again for listening to this fine episode. Again, if you want more fantasy goodness, let us know. But goodbye. Jet fat.